you have to leave. That was it. I called my husband crying, and then I called you crying. I felt like, like the devil won. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Unwind. On this session, we're going to talk about what went wrong with Joanna's particular immigration journey. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and also click that notification button. Have a good day, guys, and enjoy. I'm like, fingers crossed, let this thing work. Hi. Hi, Joanna. Hi. <laughs> okay, so guys, welcome, Joanna. Let's get some fine words to Joanna. Let me just explain the situation to, to, to you all. Joanna is extremely shy. She is not used to going live. This is her first time going live. I had to pull a fast one on her to get her to even agree yeah. to come and tell her story. <laughs> and about five minutes ago, she was asking me on the phone, Kelly, oh God, I'm not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and I was like, no worries. I'm wearing such a people and I'm nice. It's going to be nice to you. Everybody's so nice. You get plenty of emojis. I like a real butter sheer polio, mama guy. <laughs> so, Joanna, introduce yourself. Tell them anything you want them to know about you. Well, my name is Joanna. I made the long trip from Trinidad. And I initially went to Fort McMurray. And then I came down to Edmonton. Okay. So, why did you decide to move from Trinidad to Canada? Um... A better life for my kids. My kids were the whole, my whole inspiration, my motivation. Yeah, my kids and my husband. And your husband. So who did yes. you make this move with? Let them get Pardon. a little bit of background in terms of who, who, who came with you on the trip, who you made the movement, was it your entire family? Well, I or came was with alone? my two kids. Yeah, I came with my two kids and I still need to file for my husband. He's still in Trinidad. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I know we have a lot of questions here. Just as you say that we have a lot of questions. So what stream yeah. of immigration did you use to get to Canada? Because you know they're over 80. And I know that's yeah. the first question. So you see somebody just say it. What pathway did you take? <laughs> well, I'm a Canadian citizen. I was born here. And my mom, she's a Canadian citizen as well. She and my dad split when I was really young. And she took us back to Trinidad to live. Okay. And my so dad stayed here. Yes. Right. So you're a Canadian citizen. So I would assume <laughs> that that means that it was easy. No. No. Why you book me? Like, how, how does that happen? It should be easy. Just book a flight and come. So we nah, nah. have been speaking for... Yeah. How long, yeah? Post a year? L long, yeah. A long right. time. Right. I feel like if we have been speaking for a yeah. while, and I'm like, Joanna, you want to come to Canada? Book a flight. Like, yes. Yeah, that was words to me, yes. Like, oh, what are you waiting on? Like, you don't have to go through none of the trials and tribulations yep. of immigration. You was born yeah. here. Book a flight. So why was that so difficult for you to do? Well, financial struggles financial struggles at home yeah a lot of financial struggles okay would you care to elaborate like why you felt like you couldn't just book a flight on um, well the first thing that really 
made me not do it was I didn't want to leave my husband because we've lived our whole life together, you know, as a family. The kids have never been separated. Like, you know, some men work offshore. He works, he comes home every day. You know, the kids have never been away from him. So I didn't want to rip myself and the kids away from him, which right. I eventually still had to do. But it, I really and truly didn't want to do that. Okay, okay. Yeah. So do your kids have citizenship because they were born in Trinidad, right? Yes, both my kids were happen? born in Trinidad. Um, well, I didn't even know that the kids could have gotten their citizenship through me because I'm a born Canadian. Um, but when I went to the, um, the Canadian embassy in Trinidad, they actually told me, well, hey, you have kids, you know, you came to renew your passport. Why not just apply for their citizenship from here? And I did. <laughs> it was that easy. Wow. They told, me, they told me it would take a year to get it back and it took six months. Nice. Okay. Okay. So yeah. prior to this move, have you ever lived in Canada before? No. Right. Okay. No. So it's yeah. still, it still feels like the unknown. Yes. Because you were born here, you're moving back into <laughs> yeah. that's Yep. Yeah. You don't know, right? It's unfamiliar to you because you grew your whole life in, in Trinidad. Surprisingly enough, yeah. Joanna, <laughs> that we spoke to on our last unwind has a similar story to yours. He was also born in Canada. But he moved back to Trinidad when he was like two years old. So it's come oh, still wow. like this unknown, like yeah, back yeah, home, yeah. But yeah. not really, right? Because Trinidad yeah. is home. Yeah. Okay. So what made you actually decide to book the tickets? <laughs> Besides me saying book your tickets, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah. book the ticket. <laughs> it was just you know, family members ended up kind of persuaded me hey you know come you'll have a place to stay here you know don't worry about it everything would be fine because my initial plan was to try and save and put it on my own like mm -hmm. i initially wanted to move to calgary and you know i told some family members who lived in fort mcmurray about that and they were like no no you can't do that you have two kids move come stay with us and whatever and everything would be fine so that's what made me really just jump and book the ticket to go all right so now ticket yeah. book so you message me back and you say <laughs> kelly's girl i booked my ticket and i like oh, really because girl the way you were singing i feel like if it was never going to like I yeah, feel like yeah. It, it was never really gonna happen i don't i never even admit this to you but the amount of times I tell you, get a that ticket, and you yeah, yeah. you can excuse and old talk. I say, you know what? Let your mother sit down there. Let your mother yeah, sit yeah. that. I don't sit up ahead with your mother, you know, and I'm sitting up my head. Because your mother, she posts and ship and turn that sticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did it feel when you finally booked that ticket? Tell me. I felt, I felt relieved, and I felt pressured. Mm. where did the pressure yeah. come from the pressure was just you know like hey i started this journey i have to get the ball rolling as soon as i could i have to get a job get the kids in school try to do some savings so that i could apply for my husband as soon as possible right so you're gonna do spousal yeah. um sponsorship yes for you need yeah. to prove that you are financially stable in order for that yeah thing. Yeah. Okay. So woman on a mission. So the, the the pressure was okay. I need to get my husband up here as soon as possible. Yes. Yes. All right. 
So now we're coming down to your packing. <laughs> and you're leaving Trinidad. What part of Trinidad are you from originally? Gasparillo. South. <laughs> South, right. So you're packing and you're leaving Trinidad. How was that? How did you feel to, to leave your home? It felt surreal. Mm. Yeah, it felt like, you know, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah, mixed with wow, the kids going to be so happy and, you know, I'm doing this for them because they were my main focus of this whole journey was my kids. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you decided to stay with your relatives who told you, hey, don't bother about saving. Come and stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So you're landing in Fort McMurray. I've never been to Fort McMurray. For those of you who don't know, Fort <laughs> McMurray is a city in Alberta. It's probably about like four or five hours drive from Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. About five yeah, about hours. Five hours. I've never been up there. How was that? How was Fort McMurray? Did it you was like it? good, quiet. Yeah, it, a small town. Not really much to do. Okay. Okay. And how? And tell us now. How was your experience meeting your relatives? And how did that go? The floor is yours. Um. Well, off the jump. <laughs> Off the jump, before I even landed, they were like, okay, you know, you need to take a cab because we can't come and pick you up because of the whole COVID situation and whatever. So I said, okay, fine, no problem. So I took the cab and I reached their house and, you know, everybody was social distancing and whatever. No hugs, no kisses, nothing. I didn't have a problem with it because I respect everyone, you know, and however they feel, I respect you for that. So, yeah. But by the way, are you vaccinated? Yeah, fully vaccinated. Okay, but the kids obviously are not because they're not. Yeah. But I take all the precautions. But, you know, these family members, we never really had a relationship because, I mean, they live all the way in Fort McMurray and, like, they are on my dad's side of the family. My dad and I don't really have the best relationship. So, you know, we never really had a relationship where they knew me or they knew my kids. So maybe all that was just, you know, still getting in the process of still getting to know me. Right. So anyhow, yes, I reached and everything was fine. You know, I unpacked my stuff. I said hi to everybody. I went to my little apartment because I was in the basement. So I went to my little apartment and took a shower and everything. And everything seemed to be fine. (laughs) Then I had to start my quarantine because I have the Sinopharm vaccine. Right. So I had, yeah, I had to quarantine for two weeks. Right. Okay. So inside for two weeks, you had the kids basically in the basement. Yes. But this was actually by, um, remember I told you, I went to my aunt's house. So this right. was by my cousin because my aunt actually went to Toronto to visit some more family members. So my quarantine period was by my cousin. Okay, so you buy a cousin's yeah. house. Well, that's yeah. good. You have, you have a cousin, you have, you have an auntie. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds like your name moving home. You're moving to, well, yeah. again, you say you're not familiar with them. So they're relatives, but they're not close relatives. Yeah. All right, yeah. okay. So you finish your quarantine. Okay, so you're out of quarantine now. Yeah. How was your settlement fees? <laughs> How was it? Um, it was like nothing I've ever experienced before. It was terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> it was terrible. 
Yes. So I named I titled the session What Went Wrong. Yes. Because you called me or you messaged me on WhatsApp. Yes. About three weeks after landing. Yes. So exactly one week being by my aunt's house. One week. Right. So you were two weeks in quarantine, then one week by aunt's house, and then you messaged me. And uh, up to now, I've never heard the full story. So yes. it's actually the first time I am hearing the story of what happened during this this three weeks, two weeks in quarantine and one week out. Like, what happened? What went wrong? I don't understand. But this seemed like a really good arrangement. Yes. What went wrong? Well, when I reach, you know, um, when I reach by my aunt's house, uh, let me start by just explaining the type of person I am. I... I am obsessed with cleaning. I like to clean. So I would clean everything. I would clean everywhere. I always like to see a clean space. So I don't have no problem keeping somewhere or somebody's house clean. Because I know, hey, you're already doing me a favor. You're letting me live here rent-free. The least I can do is keep my space, help you keep your space clean, organized, tidy. But obviously that, like, it just wasn't enough, you know. Um, My aunt, she didn't want my kids to go to school. They were still in this whole COVID, you know. Oh, my God, COVID, I'll be loose. Everybody going to get COVID and die. Now, keep in mind, they are vaccinated as well as I am vaccinated. So, yeah. COVID, 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 the kids can't start school right now, you can't go out and get a job right now, um, you know, and it was just like this whole downpour of negative things t- telling me about my husband, I will have to wait, like, live here for like a year and then apply for him, and you know, it was just like what I was telling you the other day, how I got my health card so quickly, they were like, you have to apply for your health card and you won't get it until five, six months after apply. So it was just a negative, 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 negative. Um, my kids, like, they work from home. So they use the basement because I was staying in the basement again. They have, like, their offices and stuff set up in the basement. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we have to be we walking on eggshells living there. And then, you know, it reached the point where I just tried to explain something differently to them. And, you know, I'm not sure if I came across as being rude or I just simply tried to tell them, well, hey, you know, I will appreciate because I came here with a plan, which I told you from the jump. It's not like I just landed and then I throw all this your way. I told you what my plan was before I even booked the ticket. And now you come and you're hitting me with all this kind of stuff. So it had me a little confused. So I tried to explain to them, well, hey, I told you about this from the get-go, you know. That you want so to work. Why... You come here to work. Yeah, you yeah, mission yeah. Is to apply for your... Yeah. You have to work if you want to apply for your Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. If you want to work, you just have to go to school. Like, they have to go exactly. to school so you can work. It's a chain effect, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So I tried to just explain it to them in the nicest way possible. But I'm not sure if I came across as being rude or being disrespectful. And it was like, you know, this can't work. You have to leave. That was it. (laughs) And that's when 
I called my husband crying, and then I called you crying, and I was like, Kelly's, I have to leave. I have till tomorrow to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically it. <laughs> to be honest with you, Joanna, <laughs> I got your message, and I honestly, like, I want to say I was surprised, but yeah. somebody set it up earlier on. Is he family? Yeah, yeah. Especially these distant aunts and uncles living in Canada for years. These yeah. Canadians who think these Caribbean people know these Canadians. Yeah, girl. What? What? Oh my God. So yeah. you was crying, but how you felt in that moment? Because this is the only family. These are the only people you have to stay by. How? Yes. How that? How you felt? In that because... moment, I felt. I felt like, like the devil won. <laughs> that is exactly how I felt. I just say, you know what, boy? You win. Take win. Take win. You do it to me. You know, I went through plenty. Like, this journey was really, really tough for me. It still is very tough. I went through so much, but... I just kept pushing, kept going, kept pushing, kept going. But in that moment... I could have give up. I don't even hmm. know how I didn't give up. <laughs> I, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. And my husband was like, Kelly's, I really and truly, you know, I didn't know what to do. And my husband, he was just there. He crying and he was like, Gil, call Kelly's. Call she. Call she. Just call she and tell she what happened. You call her and tell her what happened. Because I didn't know what to do. I literally did not know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So, you call me and I remember having the conversation with you about how you even getting your stuff. How you even yeah. getting to Edmonton. Like, how you how you getting all of your yep. stuff. Because I don't think people understand how, how difficult it is. You might think, oh, yeah, I could just call a taxi. But how much suitcase? Yeah. Like, you remember yes. moving your whole life. Some people could put this, the life with yes. the two suitcases um, when you have yep. two children. <laughs> and they could barely hold yep. one suitcase. That is a lot more difficult to make that maneuver. So how did you leave? And when you left, how was your relatives? There wasn't concerned because, I mean, you don't know nobody in Canada. <laughs> you drop here like a, no. like a hot potato. No job. No, like... You don't have your documents. You don't have any documents. Yeah. Even, if, even though you're a citizen, you don't have no documents, you don't have your health card, you don't have none of these things to really like move around and navigate, yep. you don't have a credit card, none of those things. So yeah. the one concern, I mean, any any moment, they probably was upset to say, well, you know, you had to leave, you know, people just get tempered. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, you know, if somebody, if you know somebody totally relying on you, won't they concerned? Not really, no. So you Not pack really. up your stuff and you left the following day? Yes, I did. No yep. credit card, no documents. No credit card. No place no to documents. live. I just keep in mind I moved here with $390 Canadian because I mean, you know, they told me, hey, you could come, you could stay. This was literally all the money I had. So please, anybody out there who is watching, just know what you feel is impossible. Somebody has faced that in real life. Somebody may be going through what you feel like is impossible. Somebody may be going through that right now. Anyhow, I had $390, spent $40 getting the kids stuff because you know it was a long flight, right? 
we fly for like two days. So it was long. So got the kids and stuff to eat. Anyhow, when I landed in Fort McMurray, I was left for like $280 after I paid my passage because I had to pay for the car and whatever. So that was literally all the money. I took that money and I rented a bus. Um, Sorry, I bought a bus ticket and I took the bus from Fort McMurray to Edmonton. <laughs> Do you know anybody in Edmonton? Oh, sorry. No. Now you know people. At that point in time, did you know anybody in Edmonton? I did not have a clue. I've never been to Edmonton in my life. Hopping on that bus was the first time I would have been able to see Edmonton with two kids who didn't know what was going on because, you know, me as a mother, I tried to shelter my kids from all the negativity. So, like, I would sit and cry, and I would send my kids to bed. And I would sit and cry for the rest of the night. Because I didn't want... Children are funny creatures. They feel your emotion. So, sometimes you may try to hide it from them, but they always feel what you... They feel your pain. They feel what you're going through. Mm -hmm. So, I tried my best to shelter them from what was going on. So somebody asks, why go to Edmonton? <laughs> well, because you were the one who told me, you know, hey, pack up your stuff, come down to Edmonton. You know, this is the game plan here. We're going to try and work with this. And if this doesn't work out well, you know, you'll have option A or B. You remember that conversation in the, in the van today? Yeah. And I turn around and I watch you. Yes. I turn around and I watch you. No options, no room for error. I mean, yes. indeed, the only other alternative would have been like welfare, like yes, going into like a shelter, basically. Yes, going to a homeless which shelter, which is not yes. ideal. Like that is what that is the only option you would have had left. Where I was like, now, nah, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So you jump on that bus. Why you get from home? You took a taxi. All them, all them luggage put in a taxi. No, no, my my uncle dropped me. Bus stop. My uncle yeah. dropped me. Okay, so you got somebody to drop you. Well, yes. <clears throat> at least they drop you to the bus. Stop. Yeah. How was it drive? <laughs> at least. I mean, yes. I, I, I came out of total. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna need to like. Yeah. I'm a little bit. Oh, these relatives. But okay, fine. They drop you to the bus stop. Did they know where you yeah. were going? They knew like what your game plan was. They didn't know anything like that. Nope. All they knew, I was going to Edmonton to try and foot it on my own. That is literally what I told them. Hey, I'm moving to Edmonton. Gonna foot it on my own. Okay, bye. Yep. So you made it to Edmonton. I came and picked you up from the bus stop. Yes. Yes, I made it. And I, I actually, um, we looked for an apartment way before. So you, got, you had your Airbnb. Yes. Like, okay, there's a game plan. We're still in the Airbnb for... And yes. Then, right. My son knocking on the door. I am on a live. <laughs> and he went stopping it. I'm looking at that. This child, I'm trying to call him. Oh gosh. So you came to Edmonton. How was that experience? Um, I felt a weight lift off of me, even though I was in more of a a threatening situation than ever before. I felt free. I felt like, you know, if if I take steps in the right direction, I can really make this work. 
I felt motivated right. and empowered. Mm. Yeah. But two hundred dollars. <laughs> yes. No, with a hundred dollars. It's a hundred dollars now. So you don't want to pay anybody for tickets. So one yeah. Canadian dollars. So you bought for tickets. You reached Edmonton with a hundred dollars, right? Yes. Right. So I remember we made a game plan. And we said, okay, you need to get your documents. You need to get a credit card. You need to get a place to live. You got the place to live. We need to find your apartment. We need yeah. to get a job. Yeah. Right? But that plan didn't quite follow through the way we expected it to because first of all, you couldn't qualify for a credit card, most of the high limit credit cards, because you aren't an immigrant. Yes. You are not an immigrant. You are a citizen. So all of like those new those nice newcomer programs that I'm used to like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. So we this, that, 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 yeah. that, that. Because newcomer, this, that, that. Like, <laughs> you are a you are not an immigrant. Yes. You cannot qualify for nothing. None of those things. Yep. How nothing. do you feel in that moment? Um, I was okay. I was okay. I was just okay. Just another hurdle to get over. Mm. So we worked yeah. on your resume as well. I gave you the template. You worked on your resume. <laughs> printed yeah. out. We went to the went to Staples. We printed out your resumes. And then we hit yes. the running. Yeah. I feel like if you miss no part of that story, now a lot happened in that one week when you landed. There was a lot that happened. I think like we were yeah. together for most of the days in that one week that you landed. Yeah. What else happened, boy? Oh, your landlords. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the landlords were really, really nice, you know, and they offered me to stay. And until I catch myself, like, you know, I told them I'm looking for a job and whatever. So they told me, well, hey, we could keep you for the month and you could pay like, you don't have to pay like the first of the month. Like we'll give you some time until you get a job and you start stabilizing yourself to start making payments. Yeah. Now, guys, let me just point out to you all that we found, <laughs> I just looked for the closest Airbnb to where I live. And this was the closest <laughs> one that was available. And that's how we selected because I like, we need to spend the rest of the time together. You cannot be living far from me. You need to be living yeah. in the sense of where I live. And we just happen to find this Airbnb right from the corner from me. I like right that one. And yeah, yeah. People, like honestly, I right, I I mark them down. From the time you move on from there, I already have people coming to stay in that Airbnb because the Airbnb yeah. is perfectly nice. It's nice, and yeah. they were really. They have been amazing. Yeah, that was amazing yeah. because most. I'm telling you, that was a real blessing. I don't even think yeah, it was yeah. a real blessing. It was for you to get such yeah. nice people to run from. They were really, yeah, really nice. yeah. Okay, so people saying God is great. God yeah. is great for your blessings. And that was just the first blessing, no? That was just the yeah. first blessing. So you landed a carrier grocery shop and you bought some groceries. Just yeah. like enough for like a day or two because yeah. you have like $100. <laughs> one right so just like some mac and cheese and some little stuff just to get to your yeah. life and then we hit the ground running with interviews yeah survival job was the yes. mission how was that experience like going and actually asking people for work um it was scary because you know i had like this the weight came back at me and it was like you know you have to do this this is do or die time you know, you getting a job, everything depends on you getting a job and just stabilizing yourself here. 
so yeah, it was scary. It was a lot of pressure. It was a lot of pressure, but the interviews and stuff, it was good. You know, the people here, they know how to speak to people. They're really They're very polite. Yes, very polite. They really know how to speak to people, how to keep a good conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask, what was your job in Trinidad? What did you do in Trinidad? Customer service. Right, okay. Yeah. I saw some makeup artists, guys, before they wanted to looking so slick. <laughs> and next week for my birthday, next week Friday for my birthday, I didn't ask you yet, I was planning to ask you, so um, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get well, yeah. right? And he's gonna be launching her business soon in Edmonton. The Trini yeah. makeup artist. Look okay, at whole name the Trini makeup artist. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I a whole business there, right? Yeah, so yeah. Go follow her page. She had a little meltdown with her Instagram as well. She got lock out of her Instagram. So she has to go and create her whole Instagram page. Yeah. And so go follow her page to see her launching of her business soon coming. Soon, yeah. soon, soon coming. Right. Coming soon. So, yeah. We go in and we going to do interviews. So I don't know if y'all ever noticed this, um, but survival job is different from dream job. Survival job is exactly what we were looking for. Survival job is I need money for rent next two weeks. Right? Yeah. That is survival job, and that's what we were looking for. So we literally printed out your resumes and we're driving around because we were looking for something <laughs> walking distance because you have no vehicle. Yes. So we literally went yeah. from doorstep to doorstep. What's your resumes? handing them out and when you hand them out you're asking the person's one time for the hiring manager and you have the interview on the spot yes right so and you got a good, lot of good feedback right <clears throat> yeah i think your husband on here is he somebody saying thank you for saving my wife well i, I hope that has <laughs> <laughs> So you ended up finding a job within three, four days after we started the game plan. So we went, yeah. we got all the documents, we we um we got here with your health card, even though your relatives on the motel and they're taking five months. Yeah, yeah. You know, they may not have been lying to you. Yeah. I think like a lot of persons who have landed in Canada for a while, they are not very familiar with the process of settling today. So okay. they would give you information of like how they did it three, four, five, ten right. years ago. Yeah, but I yeah. know this today, right? Yeah. Things change so often. Yeah. So like I wanna this is like due warning for people who talk into your relatives who care ten years plus. They don't know. Yeah. They don't know. They're very familiar with Canadian um lifestyle, but they don't know about settling as a newcomer they don't know they went through that 10 yeah. plus years ago right so we got your health card we got the things that we could have gotten um yeah. and then you found a job how did you find this job well i went on indeed um indeed and linkedin is your main plug for jobs when you land in canada so i went on indeed and just sent resume sent resume i just so many jobs i didn't even know what i was applying for i just sent 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 and, and this is an addition to us driving around so we're driving around yes. looking for jobs and in a night whole night you send it yes online yes right and but guys she get hundred dollars so she woke it over yes. time here now <laughs> yes. right she woke it over time <laughs> oh, you got a call back. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. You don't have to say the name, morning, actually. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to say the name of the company, 
but yeah. you got a call back and you went for the interview how was the interview it was good it was really really good you know the guy he was a, such a nice guy and he was like well he understands the situation and whatever and yeah and he'll give me a call and let me know if he's interested in having me yeah so fate is so interesting yes the one guy who you get a job interview from <laughs> i actually know them like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Interview that you know me, guys. I don't even listen to you. Yeah, yeah. What I want. I know that to this call. I like why is this person? Yeah, yeah. Why, why are you calling me? What's up with that? Why are you calling me? And then you are like, hey, I think my boss knows you. Review, please. Like review is gonna call now. Like, no, no, no. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You choose a job. Do I know the owner of the job? Like, what is the chance? What is? What are the odds? God is the odds, Gil. God is the odds. Obviously, you now must have the best review from in the picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was me. The battery died. Oh, oh my God. That review comes from a big toe. <clears throat> and uh, you got the job, obviously. Yep. I got the job. You know? He called me like I was still job hunting. I, <clears throat> sorry, I don't ever put all my eggs in one basket. So this, all this happened the Friday. So then I had to wait the Saturday, the Sunday. I didn't hear anything back from him. And the Monday morning, four o'clock in the morning, I was up at it again, looking at jobs, applying for jobs, doing my regular thing. And then around eight o'clock, he called. And he was like, hi, Joanna, how are you going? I said, well, I'm good. I just sent the kids to school. This was the next week, eh? so it's only literally one week I've been in Edmonton. So the next week, my kids were already in school. So I sent them off to school, and he called. I was like, hey, I just got the kids ready for school. And whatever. Um, he said, so what are you doing today? I said, well, I'm back job hunting. He was like, I think you shouldn't job hunt anymore. We want to offer you the job. So I said, okay, sounds good. <laughs> I said it like that, but instead I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, this is exciting me. stuff. This is exciting stuff. And they messaged me one time and I start dancing because I now feel like, oh my God, weight off my yeah. shoulder. Because <laughs> I would have hurt my heart if you had to go into some kind of home or something, I would have been like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Wait. So in one week, your kids started school. Oh, and the best part about it is the school is like, what, three, four houses away from where you yes. Yeah. Like they could walk to school, walk back home, which yeah. is awesome. The location of that Airbnb, mwah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. The offer to work with you because they understand the situation. And you found yeah. the job within one week of, of, of moving to Edmonton. One week. Yeah. And you got all the documents too. Yes. So one you're good? Week. Yes. I'm good. <laughs> you're good. I am good. <laughs> I get I'm, it there. Yes. Apart from everything, you're good. You're okay. Yeah. And... You also have a community because you met well you only met Ayana so far. You haven't met the yeah, yeah. yet. But yeah. you have people in Edmonton who from the village who will embrace yeah. you and who you could have people you could call, right? Yeah. So wow. What a joke. 
Yes, you finally got to hear the story. Okay, I got to hear the story. All of this happened and I never, we never had, but we don't have time to talk yeah. about what went wrong. We yeah, have time yeah. to focus on, okay, how are we going to keep you off the streets? Like, yeah. how are we going to, like, yeah. so that's actually the first time I am hearing exactly what went wrong. And wow, yeah. I must say you kept your composure really well. Apart from it, the first time when you come back, right? After that, it was yeah. like, game face, like, Mm. Yeah. No, not, this ain't happening, right? So, oh yeah, I wanted to talk to you about one other thing. Tell us about the food bank. So, I suggested to you that you should go yeah. to the food bank. Yeah. How was that process? And I know a lot of people probably don't good. know what the food bank is, but it's right. actually like a um, <clears throat> it is a charitable organization, um, where persons donate. Canadians typically donate money, but our companies as well donate money and food. So basically, if you cannot, if you can't buy food for yourself, you can go to this organization and they will give you a hamper. Now, Joanna and I went to collect this hamper, <laughs> and my back still hurting. Oh yeah, a big box of food. Yeah, we did. I wasn't expecting it. Like I really, I was not ready. Right? Yeah, how yeah. Like, how was it calling them? Did you feel any kind of how? Did you feel? Um, no, no. When you have two kids watching you and you're thinking about pride or feeling my two kids, you don't even think about it. It's not an option, you know? You don't feel sad or scared or shy. No, I was just at the point where I do what I had to do and get it over with. Right. And the right. process was really, it was really good. It was smooth. I mean... And I wouldn't even say it took a while because, like, a week is really nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you can go back again, right? You can go yeah, back yeah. again. As much yeah. as you need to because as feeding your kids is important. To. Feeding yourself and feeding your kids is important. Yes. Yeah. So, like, all in all, do you have any regrets? No. <laughs> Would you do anything differently? Yes. <laughs> Yes. What would you do differently if you could have done it all over again? Family is a no, 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 no. Hmm. You know, don't trust people. Trust yourself and trust God. Mm-hmm. Don't trust people. People will tell you everything you need to hear. They will gas you up. They will make you feel like they care and they don't. So... Mm-hmm. Trust God and trust yourself and do whatever you think is, is best for you, yourself and your family. Mm. That's what I should have done. And I had my plan. I should have gone with my plan. And, you know, not, don't let nobody gas me up and tell me, hey, you know, X, Y, Z. Because my, my thoughts were, <clears throat> sorry, that... It never crossed my mind, like, thinking about reaching where I end up here. That thought never even crossed my mind. As I told you, I was so focused on my plan and what I was going to do. I didn't even think about this happening. You know, always leave. And if you're doing something like this and you're depending on other people, always leave that room for disappointment. Mm. 
always make sure do not give anyone the benefit of the doubt always mm -hmm. always leave that room for disappointment because mm -hmm. it will come one way or the other some good yeah. advice there no hi guys i hope you enjoyed this episode of the unwind don't forget to like comment and subscribe down below and let me know what else would you like to see or who would you like to see featured on the next episode of the unwind